0: Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. In His hands, He's got the whole world. In His hands, He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. 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 But what if I have to wear a mask for the longest period I can think of? He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world in his hands. It's fortunate for you that this is quick. What if taxes get raised? He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. world in his hands he's got the whole world in his hands he's got the whole world in his hands insert your concern and follow it with that yes. so i woke up singing this morning that's what's in my heart this morning is it's what in in their much better uh, more talented, anointed way, the worship team is is pretty much saying. It's what the Spirit is saying in this house today. No matter what, He's got the whole world. He cares more than you care. I, I'm not political by nature, by the nature of my call. I believe I'm not political. By the nature of my call, I don't believe that I'm political. My, my reason that I say that is by the natural, yes, there. Are, I always say that I, I lean one way. I, I have my own like, thoughts of the process and how things should be and everything else. I have that. But by the nature of wh- who I'm called to be, I'm not political. It's because I, I don't want to have an opposition to a view of, of, of other people. Like I don't want you to be blue and me to be red. Or me to be red and you to be blue. I want my opinion to be so otherworldly that it actually shifts something. That it actually changes something. And I, I can't tell you how edified I am this morning to come into a house of praise. Even when I believe that most, if not, well not all, but most people in here Are not happy with the outcome of the election, if not just the outcome of the election, the process of the election, and you feel wronged in some way, but the fact that this tribe comes in and backs up exactly what we've been speaking all along and says it doesn't matter what happens in in the natural, we're gonna see a victory. Are you Democrat or Republican? No. The angel of Joshua. Who are you for? No. No, mean, meaning like I understand that this world exists. I understand that there's battles going on in this world. It's just that I'm called to this place. It's not, it's not that it's not happening. It's a different realm completely. It's a different operating system altogether. And it's where the only way that kingdom's sons and daughters thrive Hear frustration. Hear glory. Yeah. Hear fight war all the days of your life. Hear peace, joy, forever, forever. Yes, so, by the nature of my call, I'm not. I'm not political, though. I, I do believe that there are. There are, It's. It's. There's so many people, many brothers and sisters of mine that are in ministry, uh, fathers that are in ministry. That that. Feel called to that world, feel, uh, feel a grace to stand in that gap. And, and I'm not, and I am by no means coming against that. It's, it's by the nature of my call, hear the, the difference in the words, it's by the nature of who I am called to be, who I believe this tribe is called to be, that I am not political. Because I believe that there has got to be another generation that starts to be raised up that that gives somebody something different that sees something a different way that isn't moved every single time the wind blows unless it's spirit wind it's it's not it, it's here's the thing about grace cuz I say I talk about grace a lot everybody believes that you know I can handle this situation. I can be on Facebook. I can look at this. I can, you know, read the news, and I can ultimately come above it. Well, here's the thing is that, that grace, You here's the litmus test, is in the face of adversity. If you are graced to be in that political world, if you are graced to make changes, to stand in the gap, to do things, then even in the face of adversity, there should be something that presides, which is peace and joy and rest. But outside of that, if you don't get that, if it's destruction and it's killing things inside of you and you you don't understand everything and you get frustrated, you are not in grace. Here's a way to say it. The Bible says in Thessalonians, faithful is he who calls you who also will do it. Where's the grace in that statement? Who also will do it? Faithful is he who calls you. First of all, what you're being called to, Please, God, don't let it be simple. Don't let it be possible. If what you believe you're called to, if what you believe you are called to, if what you're believing for to happen, if what you are looking for to change, or if if what you are, are dreaming about is likely, is possible, Faithful is he who calls you. He's not going to call you to something simple. He's the God of impossible. And you as a kingdom son need to dream in the wildest dreams. Wildest dreams are not arrogance and they're not nonsense. That is the father who wants to show you that I ask anything in my name and I'll do it. For all that believe, ask anything. He wants you to dream big enough that it takes a supernatural manifestation of His presence in that's inserted into that impossibility to be a testimony of His glory, of His goodness. Outside of that, it's not the call. The call needs grace. Because, see, it's, it's His grace that says, you know what, Cheryl, I'm calling you to something that is it, by the natural impossible. You, you, you tell somebody else, not going to happen. It's the thing that you dream about and you don't know why you would dream about something like that, a victory, a breakthrough, something that would be impossible in the natural to happen. And he gives you that. And then he waits for the trust to come in so that he can come in and do it. <laughs> what a place of rest to be able to say, he's calling me to it. He's going to give me the glory in it. But all I need to do is, is let him do it. That is, faithful Who he is he who calls you, who also will see the thing through. Don't, if, if, you, if you are called to something, don't let it agitate you. Don't be anxious in that thing. Don't be worried about that thing. Trust that there is grace because he called you to it, but he didn't expect you to fulfill it. <laughs> He called you to it, but he didn't expect that you had all the tools necessary except for this one man who lives within you named Yeshua the Christ who completes you and makes you perfect. And through that spirit, all things are possible because he strengthens you. Me too. Me too. Me too. I needed it at Call to the Wild and my brothers did help me. You see, here's the thing is that you, you mentioned the baptism, Donna And see, Holy Spirit, he's, he's, he's tricky <laughs> I oftentimes call him in the, in the You've got the, the loving father You've got the steadfast loving son And then you've got Holy Spirit Who's like the wild child on a Harley That just does crazy things <laughs> And doesn't care but it's that, that wild, crazy, dreaming, in, in, incredible, impossibility nature of Holy Spirit that starts to what? Make Yahweh's fatherhood real to us. So what does that mean? So he oftentimes, I would say most times, Holy Spirit calls us into things that we have little to no understanding for. This is where this impossibility thing starts to come into play. He calls us into uh, 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 giftings, into anointings, like why do I have all this stuff in me? It doesn't make sense. Or he calls you into a place of impossibility or something that just doesn't make sense. Is really where more than even impossibility that Holy Spirit leads you to, it's like, what? And if you demand to reason it out, if you demand to understand, you forfeit the guidance of Holy Spirit and the grace that's needed in that call to see it fulfilled. Right? So you 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 put that thing, you you sit up there and you say, I, look, this is scary. I don't understand. Yahweh, listen, I'm just going to continue to stand here. I'm not going to move because I want to pray for clear-cut understanding. I want to know that this is the path I'm supposed to walk on. I need to know the next step. And he just says... I've called you. Holy Spirit just starts to push you. And in the moments of the most required, the most required trust, the fullness of trust, the fullness of faith that's needed, all of a sudden, Holy Spirit starts to show you each step, each, each path, everything starts to work into your favor and you start to realize that it's Him who's stepping in and it makes Yahweh's fatherhood real to you. It, it makes you go, there's Abba that's looking at you and saying, I care more than you care. I care more than you care. And just, just get that foot out there. Just do it. That's what's going to happen. I've, I've just seen it. I, because I'm not, I'm not in that place. So I'll get back to the baptism. Let me finish this thought. The baptism made no sense to me either surprise. (laughs) But here's what I believe Holy Spirit did in that moment. And again, if you didn't get baptized, you want to get baptized, we'll do it. Henry and Caroline have offered that living water to us anytime that we want. And if you want to get baptized in December, I might just kind of toss you out there (laughs) and then have a rope tied to you and pull you on back or something like that. We'll figure something out. But we were baptized as, as a tribe, and you're a part of this tribe. And I say this before, if you, don't f- if you didn't feel that, you naturally had to step into that. But you, you, you're, I know you're in agreement with us, so that's fine. We, so we were baptized as a tribe, and I did not quite understand it. There's all kinds of different revelations in it, but there's, there's this thing that I'm starting to realize happened to me. It's biblical, but you don't expect it to be so real there was something that died that day, and it was me. There was a death, a burial. And so what happens if you're not aware of that death, actual death of my old operating system? If you don't recognize it, then you're trying to do the same things you've always done. You're trying to approach situations or, or calls the same way you always have, or you do things that used to be okay, but all of a sudden they're just not fitting, and there's just this frustration that you don't quite understand. It's because there was an old way of doing things that stayed in that water when you came back up. Amen. The only way that this family will operate ever again is through the direction and the guidance of Holy Spirit. It's not. Listen, we've had the revelation, but we died to an old way. It's not. There's a little bit of Holy Spirit. It's all or nothing. And I believe we are a people that are coming to a place where Holy Spirit saying, "I'm going to show you the way that uh, that you need to walk. I'm going to make His Father. I make this Abba nature, this Abba revelation real because you have no other option." And if you do, if you try to opt, it's not that you can't do the same things. Listen, you can. I've tried. I've done it. And it's very quick that I realize that that side of me is dead and it does not work. I, I came to the call of the wild, so I, I'll transition back over to this thing. I, the, our, our meeting we have on Wednesday nights. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm not political by nature of of my call, and I've I've stayed out of that world. I really do. I try to. I don't. I don't look at it. I try my best to stay away from it. The only thing I do is look at memes that are hilarious and and stuff like that. But glory, <laughs> memes. Um. Anyways, but uh. <laughs> but I. But I've 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 kept myself out of out of that out of that world and I just on election night had a little bit of a taste for it something came up and I just I just I just tasted it and I didn't realize that how quickly those things can draw you in and it's it's the ne- y- 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 holy spirit is a life source the best way I can describe it would be here's here's a here's here's how I think of it have you ever seen on like cruise ships or, uh, or just when people travel, they, they can um, go scuba diving, but they have this, they just have a tank on top of like, you, even if you're not qualified to scuba dive and do all the gear and stuff, but you have just this helmet that goes over you and you're able to walk down there and there's this, this tube. Well, you've entered into a different world and the, the, the rules change. If that tube is, t- is pulled from you, that source is pulled from you. All of a sudden, there's a struggle to live and you don't, there's, there's, there's death. You're starting to be more aware of the death. But as soon as that thing's plugged back in, you're, whew, there's life. I feel that way now. And so I started to be aware of death and I got frustrated and I came in here and I, and, and I, and I was speaking to, the, to, to these people and, um, and, I was, and I was just sharing, you know, let's, let's all talk about you know, some of our frustrations that we have in this time. I just think it's good to just get it out there. And as I am speaking, I start to realize I'm kind of alone in this thing here. (laughs) And I'm trying to draw them into this. And, And Ben makes this statement. That he, ben, the, the, let me just say the, the most beautiful thing about Ben, it, there's a lot of great things, but the most beautiful thing about Benjamin and us being able to have Benjamin as a, part of this, as a leader in this tribe, me being able to have him as, as my brother that we walk this whole ministry thing out is he's not going to sugarcoat it. And I don't mean in the sense of he's going to say something harsh. I'm gonna mean, I mean, he's so genuine, he's so pure that what you see is what you get when he 's up here, just going at it after after yahweh that 's because that 's what he is that it has been it 's not a show there 's not something else it 's just this is Benjamin this is who Yahweh designed him to be and if we I think we all know how 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 rare that is there's there 's a statement in a song that uh, damon 's group sings that says i, I couldn 't find that mask if I tried and we talked about the the Hippocrates and and what that means, Ben does not have a bag full of masks. They just don't exist. And I love that about him. But you can get challenged in it too. And Ben made a statement. He said, man, you know, I'll just tell you like I I have not been I feel like that's not even a part of me like I don't even look at that I don't even care about all that kind of stuff and I wasn't worried about it but then I came into your office and I've never see you shaken about any of this stuff and I saw you shaken for a moment and then I got shaken and I got a little bit worried and all of a sudden after that meeting of course Thank Yahweh, I have brothers like Ben and Jonathan and Jeffrey and Shiloh that come in and they and they have they do have the word. It's not always me that just has to have all everything figured out. But but they, there's there's this this thing that they bring and just remember hey remember who you're called to be. And they start. My wife does it to me all the time. She preaches words back to me that I've spoken. <laughs> Nothing more challenging than that. You try to let it all out and she goes, Yeah, but um, last Sunday correct me if i'm wrong but last sunday <laughs> but it but it's those it's it's those moments that yahweh is he's he's tenderly caringly trying to show you remind you who you are and i can't be in that world because I don't have the grace to be in that world. And if I, if, I, if I demand that I be in that world and I have to understand, I have to look at it, then, then, then the responsibility I carry in here is deadened. It's weakened. It doesn't have the power and the authority. I'm not meant to come in to call to the wild and, and speak of something that's natural. It's called call to the wild because it's something that's wild. It's something untamed. It's something that you've never tasted before. That's the conversation that we need to have in there. Not, is Donald Trump going to win or is Joe Biden going to win? You see how, if you get up here for a moment, if you sing like you sang this morning, if you ever let yourself just be still and know, this seems so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Listen, I didn't say it doesn't matter, it doesn't exist. It's ridiculous in comparison to this glory. There has to be the red, the blue, and the kingdom sons. There's got to be this war going on here, and someone that says, no, I'm up here. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm seated in this fight. We, I've talked about it so many times about how David, when he's this young boy and he's coming off of this just knowing who he is and he's going up against Goliath, he doesn't want any of the arm, armor, it weights him down and he, and he's sitting there while he's getting mocked and he says, you might fight with a spear and a sword, but I come by the word of Yahweh. He believed that within him, but if you look chapters later, he gets his back up against the wall, he gets scared and what does he call for? A spear or a sword. In that moment, Men die. He runs. It takes again the ephod, the moment of holiness to wrap around him for him to be able to be who he's called to be and actually defeat it because by yourself, you're not going to defeat anything and you won't see the victory in your call. But with him, it's impossible for you not to see that. That's how stark the contrast is. And how quickly we forget Holy Spirit is called Holy Spirit. Holy, thin spirit. Holy, set apart, exclusivity, seeing it one way, sold out, complete. Then the benefits of the Spirit start to swirl. You don't get the benefits outside of covenant. Covenant. You can't. And the frustration is, is that we're, we're, where's, where is the spirit of God in these moments? Where is the, I don't feel the joy rising up inside of me. I don't feel the peace. What's going on? Are you holy? Are you holy? <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, the thing I love the most about the kingdom in this walk is it's so simple that a child could discern it. We're the ones that complicate it. for all those that believe, if you have faith. It's talking about exclusivity to the one who's holy unto you, be holy unto him. Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit, the wisdom, the guidance, the power, all of that comes from a place seated in holiness. And I find for myself, again, you have to find what holy spirit means to you but for me i can't be in that world it's not my call it's not who i'm called if he ever shifts me into that world i'm happy to say yes and i'll just be honest with y'all right now i hope he doesn't ever do that because it'll be like "Mm, yes it's just not the walk i see in the life of jesus in the life of yeshua just not that's not what i see our, our, my brother Jeffrey over here, he brought that to us at Call of the Wild when I was crying about stuff. He said, you just don't ever see Yeshua worrying about Herod and those that were in rule. Was he the perfect model or was he just some guy in the Bible? <laughs> he, he, he came to change the way that we think. He's shifting the way that we think, and I love that he brings this revelation far before we ever see the adversity. So what I'm doing this morning is I just want to remind you, I just want to wake us up to the reality, that which is sought. That's what the word reality means in the kingdom. That's why everything, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and everything will be added. The reality of the kingdom is meant to be sought. Why? Because that is a relationship. There's a desire, there's a thirst. Remember, I thirst. There's, there's got to be something that we're thirsty and we're hungry for. And the only way that we're going to be thirsty and hungry only for the kingdom is that we shut off the flow of everything else that's quenching our thirst and, 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 and sustaining our hunger. We've got to cut that thing off. I see it as that, as that cistern that we've put in, in just in case. And just, pfft. But what if I don't know about what happens in politics? What if I don't know what's going on in this world? Let tomorrow worry about itself. I'm a son. And if the if the only way that I'm ever going to see the glory. I mean. <laughs> he says, he says this, this statement. And I think a lot of people would use this as an excuse of. Yeah, but he says greater work shall you do. It's not just about what Yeshua did in the Bible. There's got to be an ongoing. So we're talking about today. Look at the traje- tra- trajectory of where he was going. He's dreaming about Nations in the glory of Yahweh Flooding this earth Like the waters cover the sea He's seeing cancer being completely abolished That demonic forces get ripped out of people Not that this person is in office Or that person is in office He wants us to see our shadow heal people He wants us to create atmospheres That shift the way people think He wants us, our words, to sound completely different Than anything you could get off of Facebook Off of Apple News off of the person right here on the side of the street. He needs the peace that's within us because it's within him to change the way that people think. But if you're not seated in peace and grace, you will still change the way people think about the kingdom. Ben coming in and saying, I'm never worried about that stuff, but then someone who I, who, who I trust, who's my brother, who's in leadership here, is worried about it, well, that thing starts to flow down. We got to carry the responsibility of who we're actually called to be. I want to read you something I don't know that you've ever read. You guys know me, but it's this cool. No, it's not in The Passion. Get off of me. <clears throat> It says this. It's pretty powerful. I have set the Lord before me. You heard this before? I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I won't be moved. The things that shake most people just strengthen our backbone. It's got to be that way. Those that are in the kingdom, when things start to shake, when things start to get Chaotic and confusing and people don't know it's the perfect time for the light to shine arise yeah. it's the time for our light to shine within this darkness don't be knowledgeable about the darkness and expect to be light I want to I show you a trick there's a lizard what? That was the trick. <laughs> me and the lizard have a good relationship. Um, okay, darkness, ready? Let me try really hard. Light. Do you see how complicated that is? Darkness. Y'all are so worried about the lizard. Don't worry about He's a lizard. He, he'll survive. He'll be fine. Light. It's that. It's. I believe that walking in the kingdom is so. We're we're called to be to to be guided by Holy Spirit. That's not complicated. Amen. <laughs> who who so who's where's a lizard? Dang it. Where'd he go? Huh? <sighs> hey Yahweh, just hold on for just a moment, God. <laughs> Oh, there she. All right, listen, 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 if you see him, he's got the whole world in his hands, he's got the, it'll be okay. Focus on this, this is, we were called, this is not, we, we get caught by surprise of things that we should not be caught off guard on. This is what you were designed to do. I can't tell you how often I get up in the morning and I go, Whew. if I'm breathing, I was created for this moment. You don't get a pass because you're two or you're 92. You don't get that pass. You don't you don't get, or let's just, 102. I want us to keep living. Let's go 150. There's no pass based on age, based on tenure, based on who you are. Let's, let's just say that, that you are here, therefore you are called to be light. It's what we were designed to be. And how difficult is it to be led by Holy Spirit? Because the Bible says that narrow is the gate or narrow is the path. Small is the gate that leads to life, that leads to Holy Spirit, that, that leads to life. And, and, and very few find it. Well, you know what I really believe about that is that that's in his goodness. The only way you get there is led by Holy Spirit. In his goodness, in his goodness he doesn't overcomplicate this thing and say, look, there, here's all the ways to get to this thing. He doesn't do that. He says, just be led by Holy Spirit. On, it's, it's, a, it's just this small, this small gate and this, this narrow path. And you, you know how hard it is to walk by the Spirit, to be led by the Spirit? Just by being trusting what's within you, trusting yourself in the Holy Spirit that's within you. There's an unction to move, don't question it, move. There's an unction to give, don't question it, give. There's an unction to give a word or to, to speak into someone's life, don't question it, do it. You're in Chili's and you got a, someone telling you to, or Holy Spirit guiding you to pray over somebody, do it. What if they don't get healed? What if they do? But what if they don't? What if they do? But what if they really really don't? Well, something shifted in you. So it wasn't for nothing. You said yes to the voice of Holy Spirit. It means that's all you need. So there's this like I said, I have set the Lord before me. I've set the Lord always before me. We leave out always a lot, but I have set the Lord always in every season, in every circumstance, in every trial, in the good days and the bad days, I have always set the Lord before me. And I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices Jeffrey brought that out. That my glory, my the innermost is it the kibid? It's not the kibod. It's the kibid. It's it's like the inner parts of who we are. It'd be considered the heart, and it's what flows out of who we are. That's your glory. I can promise you. I can almost assure you that most people probably in this room, but probably everywhere, the thing coming out of their mouth, if they did not receive what they thought would be the the outcome that they wanted, there is not the glory coming out of them because they are moved, because there is not the setting of the Lord before us. But we got to be awakened, awakened to the awareness of who we are called to be. It's different, okay? We can go to church, but Yeshua didn't hang on that cross. So we could do church. He hung on that cross so that we could have the living God within us and make some kind of transformation change in this world. And until we got a people willing to say yes, it will just be passed on to the next generation. Y'all figured out we could sing songs really, really good. This the the church is, is vital, okay? Don't you'll never hear me say that gatherings are not important. You should be here, I should be here, we should be here significant that we're brought here together, that we're woven together as a tribe, that's vital and it's gonna become more and more and more glorious. But this is not unto this, it's unto that. It's unto being filled, a continuous filling to be encouraged and edified with those that believe like you believe and are coming together and being joined and Yeshua coming in and being woven in this whole thing to make us start to change the way that we think so that why? We change the way others think that this thing starts to permeate the whole. It's my glory rejoices and my flesh will also rest in hope. Not my my flesh will also rest in a joy-filled expectation for Donald Trump or for Joe Biden. A joy-filled expectation for good who is good. Yahweh, Yahweh Abba. Yes. Oh. Done. That's my hope. My hope is that he is good. My my expectation is that he is good. My flesh also will rest. There's the grace. Doesn't mean things are perfect, it means that there's rest. It means that there's peace. It means that there's joy. That You were designed for that. That's, that's, the, reason it, the reason it feels weird when you're not in that is because it's not how you were designed. You understand? You see how weird that is? It's like you, the reason frustration is so frustrating is because you weren't designed to carry frustration. Come to me. Let's make an exchange. My yoke for your yoke. My burden for your burden. Not that you will be yokeless and burdenless, but that you'll be easy. It'll be easy. I, I've called you to things, but with me, this is easy. Your, your Frustration is frustrating because you weren't designed to carry it. Right. You weren't graced to deal with it. You were supposed to walk in peace and joy in life. And when we get out of that place, there's got to be a shutting off of a cistern. Yeah. It's just that litmus test. It's just that, uh, that, that come on, Deborah. No one saw that. <laughs> so embarrassing. My gosh. Glad that wasn't me. <sighs> Golly Yeah, I will pay for that one later <clears throat> Peace and joy in life Is our call Eva and I have always approached this whole situation, this everything that we we do, every decision that we make is based on, does this bring peace? Not Not does this make it financially make sense or will this make sense to everybody else? Is this what brings us peace? Is this what brings us more joy? And if that's the case, then... That's, we're, we're in the path of Holy Spirit. I trust what's within me. I trust Holy Spirit within me that he's going to take care. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got every situation in his hands. He cares more about you and more about your children, more about the, the state of our nation, the state of the world, the globe. He, he, he gave his only begotten son. He cares more than you do. But what he's wanting is for people to take it. You know that that scripture, faithful is he who calls you also will do it. I could say that's the greatest description of being a vessel that there could ever be. It's what we're called to be a vessel. When we start to come into a place of realizing that this is supposed to have a flow of the rivers of living water. Things are supposed to flow through us. Then any little bit of thing that quenches that flow, we start to walk in awareness and know that that's not what we're designed to do. I know you are at the edge of your seats to hear the rest of this. You've never heard, but just let me, let me go here. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol, darkness, Alicia brought to us. So you will not leave my soul in darkness, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life. What did I say? Small is the gate, narrow is the path. That leads to life, which is Holy Spirit. You can only walk this path. You can o- the only way you can thrive is that you're plugged into that source of Holy Spirit. It is the guiding light in our lives. And it's simple. It's a yes and an amen. That's it. It's a being convinced. It's a waking up to the awareness of what's within you and the responsibility that you carry how quickly we that can get shut off by just looking the other way he set the lord always before me in your presence is fullness of joy well i'm not full of joy well it's a fruit of the spirit holy spirit in your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore that's powerful Romans 8, not in the Passion Translation. New King James Version. I'm going to start at verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds... Set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit. The things of the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh. Set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit. The things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. Remember, I'm being more aware of death in those moments than the life that's meant to pulse through me. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is at enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Let's jump to 14. 14. 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. My man Trung back there. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. We have identifiers like praying for those who oppose us or people that we don't, we don't see that, we don't, we don't mesh with or we don't agree with or they don't agree with us. We're called to pray for those and that is also a, an identifier as a son, but it's being led by the Spirit that is the true mark of a son. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. It's the spirit that makes his fatherhood real to us. 16 says the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. 25. I'm skipping around in this because these are the verses I believe that I'm supposed to read this morning. But it's all good. You could stay at Romans 8 forever. 25. But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. Weakness. It's not as bad as I thought it was. Holy Spirit sees a weakness within us that we don't know how we should pray. <laughs> oh my gosh, I find this so like obvious. Some of the things I pray for and he's like, "Yeah, but that's not going to make you more like Yeshua. It's not going to make you transform things. It's not going to make you who I've designed you to be. So yeah, that might be good. And then so when I pray that Holy Spirit steps in and is like, this is what he means. Let me intercede on his behalf. I truly believe that. I think that when we start to pray in the Spirit like we did today, you you think that praying in the Spirit might just be nothing. It's when we don't really know how to pray. It's not that he doesn't put prayers within us that we are to pray. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. Just make sure that when you make that declaration, follow it up with a dash of praying in the Spirit, of things you don't understand and things you don't know, because ultimately what you're doing is saying, I give Holy Spirit the right to do whatever, whenever, however. And to intercede on my behalf because only he knows what I need to walk this path. We'll always be disappointed if we're just looking for everything that we pray to come to pass. And that doesn't happen. Follow up with Holy Spirit and then know that he is good. And everything is taking place that needs to take place. And every step is ordered of Yahweh. And real quick, let me say this about weakness because Robert Allen brought this to me recently and I think it's so vital and so powerful is there's got to be a culture shift within this tribe. Do we believe we're family? Do we believe that we're a tribe? If that's true, if you really believe you're joined to this, don't feel like you have to do this all the time. If you are walking through something, If things aren't just hunky dory, if you're dealing with something within your body, and you truly believe in the power of Holy Spirit within me, within the people in this tribe, open yourselves up. Don't don't go. Let's not live this life of like. Well, I don't want everybody else to see. I want the. I want. I'm I'm ready to get down and dirty with this thing. To see a tribe walking in the fullness of the Spirit of God, I'm willing to let myself be shown. The only, you know, if you ever want to kill something, you just got to be willing to expose it to the light. But most times people don't want to expose things to the light long enough to kill them because it takes accountability. It takes walking side by side with someone. And if you'll ever come to the place to know that This tribe was brought together not so we could hear a good word or that we could worship together. Those are all great things, but that we're really meant to walk together and that your burdens become my burdens and my burdens become your burdens and we're able to walk this thing together. It says that in Christ we are perfect or complete. Well, maybe the Christ that's within me needs to come to completion with the Christ that's within you. We were designed to walk together. That's why there's such a ripping and tearing when someone just decides I'm gone. It's, it's, it's a divorce. It is. It's a ripping and a tearing. We've got to be okay to go, that hurts and I'm not going to respond that way. I'm going to bless and I'm going to love and I'm just going to love through this whole thing. It's what we're called to do and we've been horrible at that. But there's a reason. It's, it's justifiable that you feel hurt. There were, you completed something in me. There was a completion that we walked together and now I feel a little bit like something's wrong. Yeshua is faithful to come in and, and fill that gap, but we have got to be as people, in our we be okay being weak, that there's a weakness. You, the, the world will tell you that only the strong survive. I believe in the kingdom, only the joined survive. Only the joined start to succeed and, and see progress in famine, to see prosperity, to see favor. It's because you weren't made to walk alone. 26, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, What the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So we've got Holy Spirit interceding on our behalf. 28 says, And we know that all things work together for our good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. 34 says, Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. So we've got Holy Spirit interceding for us. We've got a knowing as saints that all things work together for our good. And we've got Yeshua at the right hand of the Father interceding on our behalf. What are we worried about? If you are worried, if I am worried, if we get in a place of worry, sing the song, but also realize that just means that you've come from here to here. And it just takes a moment of setting your face back to his face and you're up here. I'm telling you, it was this quick, this quick sitting there with my brothers and sisters who just encouraged me in that night of who I am and what's within me. The next morning I woke up, I couldn't, I didn't, if you like, if you gave me my phone and said, look at this, I'd be like, no, it does not feed me like it did last night. I'm starting to become aware of the operating system. I'm starting to become more aware with my senses, my natural senses, of the presence of Yahweh in every little thing that I do. A car payment, a house payment, a no payment. That's what we're working towards, but well, you can get there. A, a health issue a concern, a worry. He is in it all. He is interwoven to remind you. Holy Spirit's here to remind you of the fatherhood of Yahweh. To just wake you up again. Hey, be aware. Like, look, if you're frustrated, you weren't made to carry frustration. Get back to the peace and joy. And I promise you, it's as easy as stillness. It's It's actually you you got to think of it in the sense of as sons and daughters as born, agri- born again believers it's 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 contrary to the design that's why it's and i think we get in this mind of like we're we're, we live in this frustration and we and, and confusion, but if we could just get a little bit of Him, then we can feel some of this peace and joy. But actually, what it's like is you are so, you're peace and joy and full of life, and you're supposed to have rivers of living life, life running out of you. Like, this is the norm. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is how it's supposed to be. But if we touch a little bit of this, we start to realize there's some frustration and there's some you know depression or confusion whatever it might be yes. but it's not that's not the original intent that's not the design that's the that's the knowledge of good and evil that's that tree that's tasting the bitter the bitter, bitter bitter fruit of the knowledge of demanding to know the knowledge the knowledge of good and evil and he just wants us to taste the sweet incredible fruit of the tree of life which is Holy Spirit. 37 then says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor... Now listen to this. I am persuaded that neither death nor life, okay, neither bad nor good, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What's the point? Steadfast. He's the God of, of the mountain, He's the God of the valley. He's in every single situation when things are good, when things are bad. There still has to be the setting of the Lord before you. And the kingdom's son walks like this, not like this. We're not meant to be like this. And I promise you, you all know we're amening because we walk like this. I walk like this. And he is looking for a people. This earth is waiting, whirling in the dance, standing on tiptoe in expectation, binding together with us to realize the glory that's to come from a people, from sons and daughters who wake up to who they are. The best time to wake up to who you are is in the face of adversity. It's the moment where breakthrough happens when you choose to still set your face on him. Greatest, greatest breakthroughs in history come right at that moment, that tension of of Disaster. But if you'll just go and say, I still set my, I, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't, still not bowing my knee, not doing it. The last thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you this morning is something that we have also read in here. All of these scriptures, I felt like, you know, I, I think it's uh, Samuel Johnson that says people Oftentimes people need to be uh, reminded more than they need to be instructed, and that's no more real than in here in a place like this. It's the call, it's the desire of my heart to be someone who's able to, under the anointing of Yahweh, wake us up to who we were designed to be. Just to ch- shift a little bit, just the way that you were thinking when you came in here, just to, just one notch, and I feel like I've, I've done what I'm called to do. So I just am here to remind you again, and, and this is I'm going to read this quickly, but I, I feel I need to read the whole story. It's one that you, you might have, you, you, you have heard multiple times for sure, obviously. Um, it's it found in John chapter 11. It's the story of Lazarus. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Uh, ben talks a whole lot about uh, the, the Mary and Martha situation, of, of how Martha was always busy about the Lord's work, but Mary was just found at his feet. This is the same, the same ones. He, she was found at his feet in a time that Martha felt like it was time to just go and do. What, what are you doing? You, there's so much to be done. You can't just sit there. And Yeshua said, this is how it should be. This is, this is how it should be. Don't, don't worry about the doing. I just want you to worry about the being. Just be right here at my feet. So then it says in verse 2, it says, it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet. Again, found at his feet. Verse three, therefore the sisters sent to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the son of God may be glorified through it. You see, his perspective in every single situation is there's going to be glory. I have glorified it, I will glorify it. That's, don't worry about that. It's this thing walks from glory to glory, period, period, glory to glory. That's how Yeshua saw everything. Verse five says, now Jesus loved Martha. This is great. Awesome. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days. How, What? (laughs) <laughs> like, you wouldn't want to call 911 and say, hey, I'm, 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 I'm about to die. And they'll be like, we'll be there in a couple of days. Don't worry about it. Got you. We love you. We care about you. We're first class. We'll be there in two days. Don't worry about it. No. But Yeshua, in his perspective that it doesn't matter what happens today, tomorrow's still glory, can say, you know what? Let's give it a couple days. he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered like this. He said, are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble. Meaning, if anybody walks in the light, that I walk in, I have life within in me. he's giving a, a picture of I walk by the Spirit so I don't care. It's day, it's a, it's a divine appointment that I'm set to walk in and I don't have the choice to say no. I've sold out, I'm holy unto Holy Spirit. are there not 12 hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. (laughs) 11, these things he said, and after that he said to them, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. The best, most humorous part of this entire story. So Yeshua and his eloquent parable speaking says, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. And Jesus said, however, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought he was speaking about talking, taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, guys, he, he's dead, okay? <laughs> I was, I'm Jesus. This is, this is how I talk. It's confusing, it's weird. It's a parable every single time. You, I'm trying to tell you he's dead, okay? Got it? <laughs> 14, then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad, listen to this, I'm glad for your sakes, that I was not there, that you may believe. It's the Spirit of God that's always wanting to make, it's Holy Spirit within you that's always wanting to make the fatherhood of Yahweh real to you. He wants it, he, it doesn't make sense. He guides us into weird things. Yeshua receives beloved identity after baptism, yet is led into the wilderness. He's got identity, he's got everything, man. He just got baptized, he knows who he is. Well, go to the wilderness, to test you, no, 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 to give you an opportunity to let that thing come alive in you and realize that it is his fatherhood, it is not just a word, it's not just fancy talk, it's real, it's the reality of the kingdom, let me put you in situations, let me put you in darkness so you can see that there's light within you, it's not something you did, it's just something you are, where was I, somebody give me a verse, 15, Thank you. And I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. I'm going to jump. I'm going to skip real quick. Let's start at 23. Jesus said to her, he's talking to Martha, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me Though he may die, he shall live. (laughs) And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Well, I don't know what you just said. Um, So I don't know. It's confusing. But what Yeshua is always trying to do is change the way that we think. That's what he was here for. They thought he was coming to change the political world and be seated as king. And we got to be right. The disappointment came whenever that he, they found out that's not why he did that. And he kept saying, let your heart not be troubled. Let your heart not be troubled. Listen to me. Keep, keep that heart pure. Keep, just listen. This, don't, it's not what you think. And it takes a visitation of him in the true form of life for them to go, oh, I'll die for this. They ran at the. The only person there was John. They ran away, scared for their lives at the cross. Yet later on, they all died this. Cr- terrible death. This isn't this is a good thing, but the, the picture is, is the fact that they were so scared for their lives before, but when they walked into the convincing that he is real, that he is resurrected, and they woke up to what they were called to do and who they were do- designed to be, it got past this walk of self-preservation and opened their hearts to the living power of the Spirit. It's the reason you and I are sitting in this room talking about this today, because, because he kept all those that were given to him. <clears throat> 27 said she said to him yes lord i believe that you are the christ the son of god who is to come into this into the world and when she when and when she had said these things she went her way and secretly called mary her sister saying the teacher has come and is calling for you as soon as she heard that she arose quickly and came to him now yeshua had not come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were, co- who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, she is going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down where? Saying to him, Lord, if you have been there, my brother would not have died. You see, Yeshua doesn't care about our questions. He does care about our questions, but not in the way we think about him caring about our questions. I don't get it. In the natural, it doesn't make sense to me. But where was she when she asked that question? At the feet. You see, we, we know Yahweh, we've, we've gone through this journey of knowing Yahweh this, he's got everything under control. He's this mighty, powerful God, and he's brought us into this revelation of Abba, of the tenderly loving father, Abba, Papa God. It's beautiful. But a lot of times what we do with Yeshua with Jesus is we say, "He's my brother, and you know we're good, and he's just the lover. And we forget to put him in the place of lordship. He is the Lord. It's not a sign of divinity, it's actually a place of honor, it's a place of, of trust, it's a place of saying, you rule my life and my world, you are the king of my heart, you're the king of everything within me, and I submit that to you, so if you move, I move, I walk with you. Every circumstance, you walk that way, I'm right there with you, Yeshua. So if you have a question, it's fine, just make sure it's at the feet of his lordship. When things were good, Mary was at his feet. When things got bad, Mary was at his feet. And I believe that this thing was a thing that stirred the heart of the Lord, stirred the heart of Jesus, stirred the heart of Yeshua, that caused this miraculous, incredible breakthrough to take place. It's at that point where nothing seems like it can work. He gives you the stone, Henry. That's so embarrassing, I can't glad it wasn't me. <laughs> 33 says, therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled, Yeshua. Because he's interceding. Remember what interceding means. He's not just praying for us. It's not, we'll just pray for you there, brother. It's he's standing in our shoes. He's becoming, feeling what we feel. He's crying our tears. That's how he's interceding for you on behalf of yourself into into the heart of the Father. It's it's how heaven works. I'm not here to make sense of it. I'm just here to tell you. And he said, where have you laid him? Then they said to him, Lord, come and see. In 35, Jesus wept then the Jews said see how he loved him and some of them said could not this man could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying could could not could not could not this man have put the right person that we thought would be in office in office or or could he could he not have changed this health uh, situation this diagnosis could he not have done all of these things yes he could have but he's not about your comfort he's about your glory he's about his father's business And we've got to, if we'll stop being caught off guard by the fact that that's how he operates, we'll just see things from glory to glory to glory, ever increasing. It doesn't matter what happens. That's the truth. That's the reality. It's greater reality than what you and I see in front of us and can feel. Repent, metanoia, change the way that you think, for the kingdom is right within reach. God, this is such a powerful revelation. Revelation. 38 says, Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead for four days. Three days, This their culture believed that things could change. In three days, they still believe that the, in their culture, they believe the spirit was still with him. That's why Yeshua said, let's wait two more days because I wanna make sure the impossible situation becomes possible. It's the only way I'm gonna change the way that they think. It's, if it's possible, it's, it's likely. It's, it's not of heaven. If it's impossible, if you're dreaming dreams that should not happen, if you have visions, if you have things within you that are absolutely impossible, if you're believing for miraculous transformation, you're on the right path but it's going to take the seasoning of Holy Spirit. It's going to take the guidance and the direction of him and only him to see that thing through. It's the grace. Yeah, yeah. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Not, not, not the glory of Yeshua. He is God on earth, but he, he's saying that you would see the glory of the one that you believe in. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up the eye, their, uh, Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, "Father, I thank you. Th- let me tell you the most powerful prayer you could pray today. It's two words: is thank you, thank you. There's no greater prayer. How is thank you a prayer? He calls us to be thankful. It's what should be in our heart. It should be what we utter. Every time, it's my, when, before Frank ever says anything, even whenever they, pray, they both, Leo and Frank, always pray for me in the mornings. Every single time I'm about to speak here, I always have them come over and we all hold hands and they, they pray for me. And this is exactly how Frank prays for me. He says, Yahweh, thank you for dad. I pray he's not nervous when he speaks. <laughs> Amen. Praise Yahweh. It's all I need. Thank you. When he gets hurt, it's thank you for my knee. I pray the pain goes away. In the name of Yeshua, Amen. Praise Yahweh. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. When Leo has a boo boo, thank you for Leo's boo boo that I may or may not have produced. All right, let's let's get through this. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. He's interceding on your behalf. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound, hand and foot, with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, Loose him and let him go. Once again, do you ever get the feeling that you've read this story before? Do you ever get that sense that I got caught off guard by something or I'm confused by something, but then just wake up to the reality? But I read the last chapter before, I already know that there's victory. I already know that it is finished. I already know that the trajectory was set and that I'm called to be a vessel to bring the glory of Yahweh here. And if I'm ever convinced of that and I look away from this crap out here, excuse me, and I look to his face, all I can see is glory. It's the perspective change. Remember I told you that it's not going to be okay to have in these days a a healed flap of your eye and put that thing back. This whole what you've seen has got to be scraped away so that there's a new lens that comes Amen. into this day. Amen. You were designed for this because you're breathing and you're sitting in this room. Amen. Be convinced. Be convinced. Pastor Benjamin, Pastor Chuck, did you have something first or are you disagreeing? Go for it. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. sir. Period. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Ben, why don't you come up here? He, he, uh, he read something to me, and to be honest with you, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but in the, in the presence, in the anointing that Ben came into my office and spoke it, it just, it just ministered to me, and I just immediately said yes to that that day. When I came in here this morning, I said, Ben, what was it that you were going to read? He said, Isaiah 50, was, what was it? What it? The white mic is what you need. Um. 53. He said, Isaiah 53. And I said, okay, well, just read it because I don't want to put you in a position where you're reading something that is not right on line with everything else. And he said something about what's the first – read
1: the first line. The first line I read to you was no, no, pay no. attention. This one. Listen. Is the ex- yeah, Listen, exclamation mark, are you thirsty for more? And
0: I said, yep, that's it. We'll go yeah, with that. So yeah. I believe that he has something within him. Out of <clears throat> Sorry, guys. He has something within him with this scripture, and I, and I just, I believe, I want this morning, I want to leave here with the authenticity and the, the completely sold-out, convinced nature of Benjamin. I want us to receive that. That's what's coming out of you as you read this, and, and whatever comes out of you, you just release it to us.
1: Amen. Hallelujah, When I went into Mark's office a couple of days ago, I didn't have the um the weight of it that I have now, but as a prophetic vessel, we're not called to have the weight to speak it all the time we're called to just speak it, and then if he wants to bring the weight, he'll bring the weight. So I was just faithful to speak what the Word of the Lord was in me, and then, as I began to speak it, the weight hit him, and then the weight bounced off of him and hit me. When I say weight, I mean glory that's what glory is it's light and weight. So if you're feeling heavy, it's not always a bad thing. Heaviness is, you know, we, we sing because we we want that to replace the spirit of heaviness, which is a good thing. But don't mix that with the heaviness of the weightiness of God. Right. Ah, that, yeah, that's, good. that's good. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so a lot of times we get in this room and we get, we get weighted down and we're like, oh, whoa, what is this? This feels uncomfortable. This feels like not me. That's... I'm going to go ahead and just be bold enough to say it. That's not the enemy. That's the Lord. And he wants to see how much weight your shoulders can bear. So I just feel like the weightiness of his glory is beginning to come in this house in measures that we haven't even really measured yet. So just be open. Don't be shut off. Be open. That means just simply open yourself up to him. It's not him plus something else. It's him. So just more of him. So as I'm going in here, I I just, this came out of a little bit of frustration in me, believe it or not. A worshiper can get a little frustrated once in a while. Not just Mark, not just the the leader, but a a man of God like myself who's been under the umbrella of the kingdom my whole entire life, literally since I was, you know, a month old. I've been underneath the umbrella of a lot of good kingdom people. And I have really no excuse not to stand up here and be bold as a lion and shout from the rooftops that he is king. No matter who's sitting in the White House, I know who's sitting in my house. And it's called, his name is Yeshua. And he's been seated a long time, long before I ever had a breath to breathe. So I'm going back to the beginning again to catch up to the peace that I need in this day and time. Um, But this came out of a heart of a worshiper who just got, who let the things on the outside replace the things on the inside and sometimes that can happen with life and politics and the season that we're in of the election and things going around us can can have more of a say on how we feel than what's going on in the internal world of our life right so this happened to me I got a little affected by just a lot, of, a lot of new things happening. You know, it wasn't necessarily like a, oh my God, kind of a thing. It was almost like, oh my God, like this is a new glory and a new weight. And I don't even know how to explain it or talk about it other than just get my dog and go for a walk. And I encourage us to go for walks and pray. Especially around this land, I know there's a couple of women who do that here weekly. Um, I do that at my apartment all the time. I'm constantly in a place of walking and just exercise. It's good for your body and good for your spirit and just the whole thing. It's just good. So I heard Holy Spirit say, as I'm, or really Yeshua is beginning to come out of me way more now than ever before. And I believe that's the gradual process we're supposed to go from Holy Spirit is to reveal Jesus. And then Yeshua is meant to reveal the Father. This place was built upon the foundation of the Holy Ghost. If anybody prayed in tongues more than Paul, it was Apostle possible. So we got the group, the roots of the Holy Spirit introducing us to now the intimacy, which is why it feels a little weighty. It feels a little different. Well, this might not be this is something well I gotta gotta, gotta hurry. That's why the stillness is so important. Because if you're still you can receive whatever he wants to, to bring. And it may feel a little different, may be a little different, because it is different. Yeah. Foundational message was not today. A lot of us have, have, romance, have had an unhealthy romanticism of the past glory that is keeping us locked from the new glory. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen an unhealthy romanticism with the apostolic of the old age that is keeping us bound from entering into the intimacy of Jesus sitting beside us, inside of us, around us, and wants to move us into this Abba revelation that we cannot get without the Son. That's not where I was planning on going. I know I'm a preacher and I can't help but preach. But this is the point I'm trying to make, guys, is get seated and let the weight come. Get seated and let your shoulders see how broad your shoulders really are. See how tough you really are on the inside. It doesn't say don't be weak. It says let the weak say I'm strong. It doesn't say don't don't ignore. It doesn't say ignore your weakness. Mark this whole message. Embrace that I'm weak. Embrace that I've had a moment of of, of difference that I don't understand and I can't articulate really, but I'm, I'm feeling it, man. I'm weak. Let the weak say I am strong. So in that place of just kind of a lot going on around me, I went for a walk and I, I wanted to react and say things and maybe, you know, just out of my own soul, none of us have ever been there, right? And I just went for a walk and I just heard the spirit of Jesus, Yeshua come and say, center, he says, center, he says, center. Center. And man, when I centered on my walk, because I'm I'm inheriting that word, I'm receiving that word, I began my eyes become aware of the trees, my eyes become aware of the wind, my eyes become aware of how peculiar my dog is, and how how he looks at things, and, and how this is not just a walk for Harry, this is an adventure for this young boy. This is an adventure for my one-and-a-half-year-old puppy who's, who's different than me. He's enjoying a walk. No, Ben, you're enjoying a walk. He's enjoying the fun of the ride. And just a lot of times I want to go for a walk, and I want him to go on a walk with me. He's like, no, I'm enjoying stuff. So can I go along with you as long as I'm, we're learning together how to enjoy the journey and not just what we're getting out of the journey. Because I want to get, a, you know what I want? I want 30 minutes on my walk, on my, my eye watch. So it'll say that I've got my activity done for the day. And I've had a good mile walk and I feel better. And that's what I want. He wants that. Plus he wants the adventure and the journey of everything opening up out of this. Quiet my soul. Listen. This is what this is about to read to you. But he said center yourself. Center Yourself, And then he gives me this. Listen, are you thirsty for more? Come to the refreshing waters and drink. If you have no money, come by and eat. Yes, come and buy all the wine and milk you desire. It won't cost a thing. Why spend your hard-earned money on something that can't nourish you or work so hard for something that can't satisfy? So listen carefully to me. And you'll enjoy a sumptuous feast, delighting in the finest of food. And this is what I said to him in the first verse I said, Pay attention and come closer to me, and hear that your total being may flourish. I will enter into an everlasting covenant with you, and I will show you the same faithful love that I showed David. See, I have made him a witness to the nations an example of leadership as prince and commander of peoples and i just out of that i got this understanding of what it is to center myself again to listen again to the one to the one who has all the answers for me who has all the resolutions and all the Stuff that I need. And I just simply go for a walk and center myself in that. And it gets me right back to where I need to be. I mean, same thing with what he's been saying about turn your affection. It doesn't take much to get off track. And it doesn't take much to get back on again. And I want to get back on in such a way where I don't have to get on and off so many times. Where I can live my Mondays and my Tuesdays and my Wednesdays and my Thursdays. in this abiding thing that doesn't hit nor miss. It doesn't come or go. It stays with me. These visitations have become so cultivated that now they're habitations of a son who walks with the Lord and who knows how to listen and hear that word of a lot, lot going on, a lot of stuff that seems overwhelming to me, but this is my presence, and I just need you to be still again and listen to me and center yourself back into the one who has it all. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. So I just want you to lift your hands. Father, we're going to pray this morning, and all we want to pray is thank you. Thank you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Amen. Be blessed. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. For more information on the Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.